0: This week we read Percy Jackson, The Sea of Monsters, Chapter 19. The chariot race ends with a bang. And that's why they call Chiron
1: Horseboy Bebop.
2: <laughs> See you Space
1: space,
0: Horseboy. <laughs> I can't tell if that's uh, Casey's mic peeking or if he's muting himself. <laughs> it's, it's, I think the former. It's, it's God muting me.
1: Welcome back, all our buddies and all our campers, to the Jackson 2 recording live from the Phoenix Children's Museum, where I am presently stuck inside uh, a kind of uh, dig-dug tunnel that goes back and forth and back and forth. Uh, Once I got to the middle, I realized I was equidistant from any exit, and uh, also that I was too fat to be in there. But fortunately, Isaac was kind enough to bring my microphone, and William was tall enough to hold it up to me, so we should be able to... (laughs) Work through this. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you for being here for me in this, my my hour of uh, deeply claustrophobic need.
2: We got you,
0: buddy. Thank you. Any, a- anything for a man who doesn't know his limits? Yeah,
1: nope, can't afford to have any. Uh, what we can afford to do is read through the Percy Jackson series one book at a time. That's what we're doing here. I, for my part, am old CW, uh, regretting that I signed up for a season pass. Although, uh, the longer I'm here, I think the more the more cost-effective it's going to become. Who are these helpful gentlemen here with me?
0: I am William, the tallest person you know. Hi, buddy. And I'm here gangling up the side of a... so uh, w- One of those weird spiral ladders that all these things have that I was never sure how to climb in the first place. Spiral uh,
1: ladder? You like the DNA strand ones?
0: Yeah. Your, your, your playgrounds ever had those? Do you mean like a spiral, like a spiral staircase? No, no, I mean like a, like a spiral staircase, but it's only ladder goes around in
2: a spiral. Uh,
0: No, no, I, I mean, like ladder rungs in a the shape of a spiral going up a pole that you are meant to climb. I'm
1: pretty sure you're thinking of a kind of pasta,
0: or possibly the movie Gattaca. Uh, I mean, yeah.
1: Is that not what Jude Law climbed into our hearts?
0: Uh, no, he just did that by being handsome. What Um, happened last time? I don't fucking know. You're here... (laughs) You know, denigrating my childhood dangers. What? (laughs) What? Okay. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm so tall, I have to look out for DNA ladders.
1: (laughs) Um, Right in the head. That's true. There's more more of my body length can get caught in them. I'm statistically more at risk, Casey. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I have to watch out for buzzsaw blades coming out of walls and ancient temples, low-flying birds, (laughs) this one overpass in Indiana that was built in the 1840s and isn't over 12 feet tall. Uh.
0: Uh, Anyway, we still need to let Isaac (laughs) introduce himself. (laughs) Who dat? Oscar
1: Isaac?
2: Nope. Isaac McNeely. I've been waiting in line at the toy checkout for the grocery store.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gosh. What'd you get? What'd you got in your little cart there?
2: Oh man, I got some. I got some good limes. Yeah. Gonna Those limes are really, know, make some, uh, really good. Limes and peppers make some good Mexican food.
1: Um, you guys want to? You guys want to go over to the giant bin they have full of multicolored rice and just like stick our hands in it for a while? Do I? God, it's hypnotic. It's like sand. Just stick your grippers in there. Just stick your paws into the rice and just kind
0: of zone out for a while. I do, but that's how I got kicked out of uh, at least one Winco. So fair enough. Yeah, that's why.
2: This whole spiel has a very uh, has a very Cosgrove vibe to it.
1: <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> um, that's why I'm not. Hey,
2: freakazoid! You want to go see the world of spackle?
0: <laughs> oh, you know it. Uh, the only uh, cause
1: we respect on this
0: show. Uh, <laughs> our viewer count is dropping by the second mostly
1: i'm impressed that people figured out how to view an audio medium in the first place
0: uh, you know synesthesia lsd it's there's possibilities are endless synesthesia
1: i had that in the navy which is the joke my dad would always make whenever you said a word <laughs> more than two syllables long <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal okay last time uh a bunch of cool stuff happened actually luke tried to get the drop on them but got the drop dropped on him it was drops all up on drops it was like skrillex turned out to be uh who's the god of music isaac um apollo apollo i guess yeah apollo creed came and punched everybody with music it was great Uh, And (laughs) Clarice got on uh, an aeroplane and took the the fleece back home. The party ponies arrived and saved the day in uh, a fashion most unbecoming of Chiron's sense of personal dignity. But
0: but most becoming of Florida's general idiom. You know what? It did the job just fine.
2: Exactly. And then they went back to their trailer park, which was all horse trailers. (laughs) <laughs> Which was a very good joke, but like
0: you were pretty riled up about that. Yeah, that is the so, angriest I've ever seen Isaac about a yeah, joke in these y- books.
1: You wanted to make like a public amendment, like what th- this is? This is your chance. This is your forum. No, just
2: okay. The, so the the reason it hit me was that like so I I work next to a large animal vet, so I see <laughs> how tall is he? horse trailers on the regular, and they are. It's like room for one or two horses like maybe four if you've got a really big one that's sure. like double axle or whatever yeah but dehydrate them that's a uh, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway compa- comparing that to the trailers what humans live in is like it's not
0: how that works apples
2: and oranges
1: no it's the, like that's not it, yeah it's like describing it's, people living in like a storage unit
2: kind of yeah <laughs>
1: That's It's fair. not gonna work. Or
2: the back of a U-Haul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But <laughs> I do appreciate the pun, though. I can't...
0: That
1: is also very Floridian. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I-, I just appreciate that something got you so riled up. You're... I think you... You're... <laughs> I I think between all of us, you're the most even keeled. Like maybe maybe not by a significant margin more than William, but definitely more than me. And uh just that you were like, These fucking trailers (laughs) Um, (laughs) I really appreciated that. Just the
0: (laughs) the audacity of it. Uh, Motherfucker.
1: Yeah,
2: it was just it was very much how William often responds to your jokes.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) yes. Have we not all been Uncle (laughs) Ricked? Yeah. Uh, yes well and of course the, the real problem is that they can't properly chalk those trailers right which means they're gonna roll away eventually and we will all in fact be uncle rick rolled so we are uh, I quit. chapter 19 pj <laughs> has a nice quiet <laughs> ride back to log island on his counselor's back um, we've all been there we all know this classic way <laughs>
0: I'm s- I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, um, for that brick on my <laughs> waveform. Uh. Uh,
1: he does have the good sense not to push too hard re the whole, like, your dad is the closest thing we have to a satanic archetype
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, your dad is yeah. the bad
1: guy. Yeah. Um, like the yeah. dad guy. Alright.
0: I right? Nah, like his jokes aren't great. I got
1: bad no. news for you guys. I'm out of jazz gummies. This is just straight from the
0: barrel today. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, nice, t- nice. turns out there was never much of a difference. No. Nope. Uh.
1: All right. <laughs> so yeah, we had learned in the in the previous uh, chapter that Chiron's dad was in fact K'onosh, uh the big bad guy, and that he kind of had that familial burden and reputation to deal with. Which, I, I mean, like that's relatable. That was a very powerful moment, but it's also weird when you consider how like. Intangled the relationships between all these gods and not gods, but definitely
0: not just monsters or people. Like this is this is a tangled web, and yeah, th- yeah. like doesn't that technically make <laughs> Chiron everybody's uncle?
1: Yes, it does. It is,
2: yeah, it is a very tangled web of incest that mythology has, and we have our like title. honestly. Yeah, we do have our title you are gonna be
1: between that and Uncle Rickroll <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this, yeah, this everybody's horse web
2: tied back to each other and it's a whole mess yeah weird
1: and it all just goes back to Zeus eventually eventually what with the uh, with the apokatastasis and whatnot but um, sure that's a word uh, It is though but it is the thing just because yeah. you don't think philosophy
0: is real doesn't mean the words don't exist.
1: No, it's it's
0: Can you not
2: the English pronunciation.
1: <laughs> well, that's I fair.
0: I've only I, I don't I, I don't uh, object to the language of philosophy. I, I object to the language of Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. I thought you were just gonna say you object to me. Um, that goes without that, saying. Uh, no.
1: uh Apokatastasis, and I, I don't know what the Greek pronunciation is, I've only ever read it, is the idea that uh the entire universe is in fact a kind of a kind of holodeck projection from the mind of Zeus, who as we know, uh does exist beyond a level we are capable of conceiving of, and that one day, uh like the big crunch theory, it will all contract back into his melon. I, I've heard variants
0: of this yeah. idea where we're all and the whole universe is just like a dream or something. Yeah, more yeah, a hologram. I,
2: yeah, I, I did not know the uh the Lovecraftian Azathoth thing was pulled from like ancient philosophy like that. But, well, and uh, it
1: seems to be a cool. universal thing. Like we we come to these we come to these eventually similar conclusions uh even if we have different takes on them right because for a while there was the big crunch yeah. theory the idea that the yeah. universe would just expand until it stopped expanding and then start contracting again and come <laughs> back into a, another dense ball that has since kind of been um not debunked exactly but is no longer the prevalent then, thought model
0: um, and then and red uh, that just makes me rem- remember the red dwarf episode never seen it is it good Yes, you. it is very much your jam, Casey. I don't Go think it would on. all... I don't think it would all um, land, but there is enough of it there that I think you would love it. It's, ve- it's very goofy, very yeah, broad very... piss-takes on all of the sci-fi tropes. Mm. Um, That's just a nice like, a subversion. Yep. Yeah, like, I'm here for that. It's, it's, a li- it's like if uh, a little bit of Doctor Who... And a lot of bit of Star Trek got together, and uh, the like. Someone who was really bad at Monty Python produced it. So John Cleese. Oh, hey, fuck that guy. He's a conservative asshole now. Harsh but fair.
1: I mean, he's look. Listen, he's he's Mister Cancel Culture is killing comedy
0: now. So I don't think he's got any room to speak. No, he he. We I can agree with the screw that guy. Yeah.
1: It's
2: easy to be dumb when you get old.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. well, that is, that is true. That is true. And, uh, honestly, it's getting more and more attractive every day. <laughs> like, if I could just retreat into, like, the young people are bad and none of it's my fault and I'm awesome. It's a tempting offer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, that, that's basically my job. I know. Like, I was just thinking
1: today, like... When I was in high school, not not so very long ago in the scheme of things, you know. Less we than, are less not th- off the first mm, cosmic less, stra- time scales, than, yeah. less than Less than 20 years ago, I bought my first iPod and it was 20 gigs. And it seemed like all the space in the world until I tried to put the Little Miss Sunshine soundtrack on there. And it said it was out of space. But even then, I think I just deleted something and put it on there. And it seemed like all the space in the world. And then today, I wirelessly downloaded over the internet the demo for Final Fantasy sixteen and it was twenty it's like nineteen gigs. It would have taken up that whole thing and just like time really needs to stop whatever the fuck it's doing
0: because that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, technology yeah.
0: is the where is the place where that stuff is felt the most keenly. Yeah. Without a question. Like Yeah, stuff.
2: the other the other week I was like run out my old laptop from grad school and was just gonna like yeah. clear everything off of it and i'm like oh well there's you know i think there's a couple hundred gigs of stuff on there so maybe we'll have to buy a uh, you know external hard drive or whatever right no you can get uh you can get like thumb drives with 500 gigs yep 30 bucks it's super easy it's easy
1: yeah nintendo put out a <laughs> yes. micro sd for tears of the kingdom that's a terabyte
0: yep it's fucking. Ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure they just did that just to show to show that they could. Yeah, it's here. This can hold Probably. the
1: entirety of the human genome seven times because we could.
0: You know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo does that with their tech a lot. Actually. Yeah,
1: it would be nice if they put some of that energy into preserving or archiving like any of their old anything. games that weren't released. Literally today. anything. Literally anything. Yeah. Though. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, and also stop litigating people who pirate things that aren't available to purchase legitimately. That'd be pretty good, too. Oh, and also stop selling 15-year-old games for like 50 or 60 bucks when you port them to the Switch with very little in the way of graphical or quality of life enhancements. Oh, and also, William's right. We're still on the first page. So. (laughs) (laughs) We have barely left. We haven't even left the first paragraph. Every single episode, I look at the beats of the chapter, and I think this is going to take ten minutes. What? I, what are we? Getting, what are we get? And every time, every time, the universe <laughs> provides. The universe provides my buddies, who are easily riled and usually on my side, <laughs> respectively. Unless there's a horse trailer involved, in which case all bets are off.
0: <laughs> I'm usually on your side. It's it's just, one you know? tangent, Casey. How long
1: could
2: it take? <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs>
0: Oh, very good.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. So, yes, they're riding back to Long Island. (laughs) Yep. Long, Uh, Long Island. Yes, the party ponies are... Yeah, Pen Pineapple Apple Island. I'm sorry, go ahead. The
2: party ponies are eager to meet Dionysus, but, of course, he is in no mood to celebrate. (laughs)
1: They've heard good things. Oh, no, he's mean drunk now. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah,
2: oh, he's not drunk. He has been... He has been uh demoted from the god of wine to the god of cold turkeys.
0: Oh yeah. yikes. Yeah, they they I guess they didn't get the memo about the whole uh uh I'm not allowed yeah. to be fun anymore. Yeah, no, this is a, yep. this
1: is a dry camp. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, hopefully one would hope. Um speaking of which, Camp Half-Blood at this point is basically one giant uh mash unit just packed with with injured kids because they've been they've been running through their their body of armed youths uh in an attempt to keep the place safe from all the uh didn't they say like a like some kind of Dargon attacked
0: yeah uh I, 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 draco aeonius yeah which as near as i could figure was latin for really big lizard with breath that blows stuff up
1: yeah you put that on a sandwich
0: right uh no that's draco aoli Ra- okay right they could have just said dragon It's everybody
2: knows what that is, my guy.
0: Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could have said Aeonian dragon. If it's it's (laughs) Aonia is a place, it's like the Polish
1: dictionary says. When you look up horse, everyone knows what a horse is. That
0: pisses me off so much.
1: (laughs) But William, everyone knows. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but you're fundamentally not doing your job as a reference document. Leonard
1: Cohen said, "Everybody knows," and we are not here to argue with the man. What we are here to do is see what happens when uh, Clarice fleeces up the tree uh, and life flows back into everything about camp, which is actually described really beautifully. Uh, Does somebody have the the text?
2: The moment Clarice draped the golden fleece over the lowest bough, the moonlight seemed to brighten, turning from gray to liquid silver. A cool breeze rustled in the branches and rippled through the grass all the way into the valley. Everything came into sharper focus. The glow of the fireflies down in the woods... The smell of the strawberry fields, the sound of the waves on the beach. Gradually, the needles on the pine tree started turning from brown to green. Everybody cheered!
1: Yay! Yay yes and uh, this finally having been done the protective ward and Aegis around the camp it's spiritual this is like this is kind of a Fisher King situation except instead of a king it's a tree uh, but <laughs> the, the Fisher uh, tree yeah exactly it's a Fisher tree yeah. and uh, Chiron orders it placed under constant guard until a permanent monstrous replacement can be found and I don't I don't know about you guys I want to see that series of interviews <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: there's yes. this big heavy catalog from that one uh Hephaestus forge island and he's just kind of paging through it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> is it worth is it worth investing in one of these minoan bulls do you think i mean the maintenance is really where they get you and i know that but if you get the warranty like <laughs> they have
2: <laughs> you get the service contract and
1: eh. <laughs> so mr polyphemus it tells me here you are recently unemployed well, yes, until uh, until fairly recently, I owned my own small sheep-based business.
0: God <laughs> <But>, oh, <laughs> damn.
2: <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, I guess tangential to that, but the, uh, back in the day, one of my friends in a Scion game uh, was making his person the, like, essentially the god of handymen.
1: Sure. Domestic. And, yeah. yeah.
2: So it's like, you know, oh, yeah, this will... Uh, you know, this here prison'll last you a couple of thousand years maybe, but if you wanna really keep those titans in there, you gotta you know, you're gonna have to call a professional. But I can I can do the repair for now.
1: <laughs> we can do you a patch job, but really on your long term scales It's <laughs> <That's laughs> extremely good. Um well, personally, whoever I, I really hope they consider the donut hydra for the position, because yes. he was he was also recently employed until some youths destroyed his business. I love that. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They dumb. just
2: need to set up some uh, set up a Starbucks and the you know, either in the camp or out on the edge. And
1: exactly. Then you got
2: all the hydras you need.
1: Oh man, they, it does itself, really. Oh god. This is we need to get a petition going for Uncle
0: Rick to rewrite this. <laughs> no please um, don't yes that's how they that have works. bad ideas no william He's got
1: it that's how it works if you don't like what a creator does you just yell at them a
0: whole bunch until they change it
2: yeah especially yeah. when it's something they did 10 years ago
0: yeah all right yeah or but funny. that, uh, that would imply that we have good ideas we no don't.
1: no just that we can say them louder we have fun ideas yeah we do have fun ideas well, uh, okay, so the tree is restored um, uh, for all, for the moment. The gods are in their heaven, all is right with the world. Uh, so what's what's going on with the campers? How are the kids doing, uh, having come back from yet another uh, traumatic summer?
0: Well, Chloe is uh, now riding high on the hog. Sure. Uh, no Rightfully pun though. intended, because uh, Ares has the pig. Right. Um, and uh, they... Ch- no, no, no one seems to be given uh, Percy or Annabeth or anyone any mind, which is correct because it wasn't their job. It really was not. Yep, they're down <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, it will only cause trouble if they acknowledge the good job they did. Yes,
1: uh, like, like the Democrats, <laughs> they just uh, you know <laughs> reluctant oh, to take God. any credit for their rare accomplishment. Yeah. Oh, don't tell oh, anybody. It's tacky. Anyway, yep. Yeah, they're out of the spotlight, and they are fine with that. And uh, the camp decides that the only the only proper way to celebrate all of this
0: is to have the the chariot race anyway. Because sure, oh yeah, Yeah. oh yeah. Uh, No, nobody wanted to do the chariot race anyway. But like, we started. We started it. We might as well finish it. Yes. Yeah.
2: Forget all the stuff from the earlier chapter about maiming and death. It's
1: fine.
0: Well, I th- we can't let we can't let that
1: thread dangle. No, we really can't. But I th- I think that was lo- I think the the implied danger there was largely a function or an expression of the fact that like Tantalus. What's it like to be a liar? Huh? And Mister D were in charge. Possibly could be.
2: I mean, I would guess. I didn't. I don't know. They didn't say Chiron was or wasn't there in the previous Chariot Racing times. Oh, that's but... true.
1: That's a point. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh, in any event, chariot races uh, once once per episode apparently. Contractual apparently. obligation, yeah. Uh, but yeah. before that, PJ receives a visitor.
2: Earlier, Clarice comes by to remind Percy that the uh, the status is still very quo. Yeah, and she's still going to be
0: the you're still bully. a
1: fucking nerd. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but she does make it clear that it it is not so much her beef as so much as his beef with Ares. Yes.
1: They're the they're the dedicated opposition is what they are and there's something to be said for that. Yes. I guess Which so. Very annoying. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's what you say about that.
2: <laughs> mostly mostly what the hell? I Most, just saved your butt.
1: Mostly fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 But before the race begins, Hermes is back, baby. God of Scarves. Yeah.
0: Yeah, God of Scarves and snakes and uh Various other important things. Mm -hmm. Dressed as a mailman this time.
1: Quote, I wasn't sure whether I was supposed to kneel or buy stamps from him or what. Yeah, but uh, they kind of revisit some ground earlier. PJ explains that he and Luke, uh, despite their strenuous, stabby effort, were unable to resolve their contretemps, uh, which he describes as, quote, Well, we kind of tried to kill each other in a duel to the death. Ah, the it's, diplomatic yeah, the... approach.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the noble science.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite line from this show I'm watching. What is it? Um, I don't know if you uh, you guys have ever watched Spartacus, Blood and Sand.
1: No. Um, I just thought about the title a lot because it was very cool.
0: It's very cool, and I like the show a lot, but it is incredibly gratuitous in every way possible. Yeah. So... That sounds right. If it, If that's something you can deal with... Go ahead. Uh, But this show also kind of has a dedicated opposition character. Yeah. And uh, there's a point where uh, he's been out of the loop for a minute, and the main character, Spartacus, comes in having gotten into a brawl, and he's like, have you been making friends again? (laughs) Coming from the guy who is the least friend possible. Pretty (laughs) great.
1: Yeah, that, that's a that's a very uh, PJ and Clarice moment.
0: Oh. Yeah. I I like their dynamic.
1: I do too, honestly, because like Clarice, it, as much as she's the the like lowercase A antagonist at camp, it's clear that she's got her own story. You know, she's a she's a pretty fleshed. She's out got her own
0: stuff going on as those go. And, and I I look for because you know. I I look forward to this becoming the friendly enemy dynamic.
1: That's a big hope. Uh, we'll yeah. see what happens there.
0: <laughs> oh, that means it doesn't. No, it I honestly impressed.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just fucking with you because it's fun.
0: You've read these books. I know you. I well, here's the thing. I
1: have, but we are swiftly approaching the point where I stopped reading them because you and I were about to do this show. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So now we can what all be surprised.
1: Uh-huh. Should we
2: alternate which one of us reads ahead and... uh, Exactly, yeah. For to the others.
1: Yeah, as long as somebody is taunting the others with what might be lies, I think we're good. (laughs) Uh, So they... I don't have good enough
0: charisma for that.
1: Kind of revisit their earlier conversation. uh, Re-Luke and, like, his fucking deal... And how he kind of feels like Hermes abandoned him. And I, I, I feel like PJ's doing a lot of like real eggshell stepping around a, a very obviously objectively true fact, but
0: that's just me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, like, like, yeah. like you're going to tell me that Hermes is a responsible parent? Come no. On.
2: Not yeah, at all. considering the number of kids in. Yeah. The he accidentally
0: mailed a child to to one
1: of his ladies once. It's like <laughs> in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> probably. Yep. <laughs> um, Hermes does have the nerve to ask if PJ ever feels abandoned by his godly parent the way Luke does, and this is interesting because. You know, so much of this is about gods as authority figures, gods as like this this higher class of being who's doing stuff. But this is just family gossip now. Like your dad's kind of a dick sometimes, isn't he? You ever feel like that? <laughs> and yeah, when you when you look at it that way, this this whole conversation really takes on a different flavor. Um, but. PJ does feel rightly abandoned because he is and always has been and like a couple answered prayers like taking taking your your child to you know a football game once a year doesn't make you not a deadbeat dad you know no i, um, know. I mean and just there's... because he
0: and just because he answered his prayer to not die in the ocean, it's like, yeah. oh, good job. That's the football Mr. Game. I, Yeah, that's, that's what I exactly. Mr. I, like. I control the entire ocean so I can make... So that's not even a problem for me. Yeah, Isaac? Yeah,
2: I, I was going to say it's kind of a, like... There's kind of a levels of scale thing going on yeah. that's... Uh, I mean, they'll get into that in a minute. But also yeah. just the factor of, like, at the human scale... What PJ wants is conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to get to know this person who is his dad. Wants him in his life. Yeah. But uh, it's not really so much an option or, no. you know, I guess with the whole prophecy thing, if there's, like, probably the, uh, <laughs> the gods want to be a little hands-off yeah. in case it's... they could swing things one way or the other.
1: It's like wanting to have a storm in your life. Like, there, there's no way for it to just, like, be there. Uh, it's gotta yeah. got to do what it's gotta do. Well, and that's a thing that's actually touched they, on a little bit yeah. more than once, is that the gods are kind of bound to their natures uh, in a way that humans aren't, because their natures and, aren't as restricted. Go on.
0: Yeah, and and he does t- touch on, you know, the, the fact that the gods pretty much have to act indirectly, because right. if they stepped in directly every time they wanted to help one of their kids that's just gonna you know you're gonna have a god event every five minutes and that's right. just gonna cause chaos yeah
1: mm-hmm. and there's there's and that that kind of lends itself naturally to the whole like divine mystery if you do it right they won't be sure you've done anything at all thing yeah uh, which is a very legitimate gripe theologically speaking but uh, but does make sense. in in this particular context, I guess. Yeah,
2: there's... I mean, the the theological gripe also becomes... I don't know, varies a little depending on how much power you ascribe to... Yeah. uh, ...said deity, but...
1: Well, and the yeah, nature the, um, the nature of the relationship between between believer and deity because I mean this is yeah y- you know in this theological system it's very contractual it's it's very exchange based I offer you this service and this sacrifice and you render me you know what I ask for or what you deserve um, like the great pumpkin
2: kind of but yeah the uh, the this whole topic I guess kind of uh, got me on a train of thought about like you know well I guess the orders of scale. Kind of thing, yeah, because it's like uh, you know the the god trying to like help a human with something uh, just made me think of like you know say you've got a, a nice big diorama of miniatures that you've painted up, okay, and someone points out that oh hey there's this detail on this guy that you need to fix, and you can't pull it out without knocking over other things, and right. you've got to find like. The finest little paintbrush that you can to mm-hmm. make the mark that you want to, without like you know mismarking something else or knocking over several other guys in the process.
1: Right. If you're so gonna, it's, if you're angling for like under intrusiveness versus over intrusiveness, like the the point of acceptable change there is really small and fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So the. Yeah, if you want to, you know, do a thing but not wreck everything in the vicinity, then you
1: have yeah, that's to be a extremely a very careful.
0: different question.
1: Yeah. yeah, you have to hire another miniature person to go in there and do your painting for you, which is one of the exactly. and things that,
0: and that's the demigods yeah. seem to do here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> another another sort, of, sort of similar thought experiment I've seen put together is that, like, let's say you have a colony of ants who have, you know, they depend on you for their food and everything, and, like, and there's one specific ant who needs your help with something and has, like, put together a really persuasive argument as to why you should help Jeff the ant. Like, how do you help a single ant? You can't, like, you can provide food to all of them. You could squish a bunch of them at once. You're not sure Jeff the ant wouldn't be among them. (laughs) Um, So, the... Yeah, that, uh, w- w- he, like Isaac was saying, when you get to that scale, it's it's also a, a measure of, like, tidal force as opposed to precision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyhoodles, uh, they continue to discuss the fight that PJ and Luke had, and uh, PJ doesn't feel great about it at all, but Hermes responds that whether you feel like you succeeded or not, you reminded Luke who he was you spoke to him uh, to which pj retorts i tried to kill him <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Hermes shrugs
1: eh, it happens
2: <laughs> families are messy
0: <laughs> eh, immortal families are eternally messy sometimes the best we can do is remind each other that we're related for better and worse and try to keep the killing and maiming to a minimum
1: yeah that's fair indeed yeah and uh and sending kitten pictures tends to help in my experience um, Indeed. Yeah. It's, if you got a new kitten named Hiramisu and you got pictures of those to send, it makes uh it makes prickly familial relations easier. But yeah. same uh, with children, but those yeah, are harder. Exactly. Um but Yeah, it's it's harder to
0: acquire a child than a cat.
1: One would hope. Yes. Uh, and take care of. So Hermes does have a present for Percy though. What happens?
0: Uh what happens is uh Hermes hands him a stylus to sign for the package mm-hmm. and doesn't mention that, oh, this is my staff with Martha and George on it. Why would you? So, yeah. so Percy Percy, noticing, oh, there are suddenly snakes on my hand has an appropriate response and drops it. Suddenly snake salad. Yep, yep absolutely. Uh, I don't know, like, they're everybody's favorite characters. Why
1: wouldn't you hope to see them every time you met
0: <laughs> I mean, absolutely, but also, like, I love snakes, like, dearly. If I just suddenly looked down and there was a snake in my hand, yeah. I would not enjoy that. Yeah. That would be
2: an unfortunate surprise, yes.
0: Yeah, that's fair. They have an appropriate comic relief response. do
2: you want to be dropped on the floor of a horse stable?
1: Yeah. That's a reasonable <laughs> question. But yeah, they uh, form into a finger cradle on the stylus for PJ to use. Quote like the ones my special ed teacher made me use in second grade, which is a weirdly pointed detail that I feel I, I feel like that's Uncle Rick adding somebody, but I can't exactly figure it out. Um, yeah, or maybe probably. maybe I'm overthinking it. Just uh, I mean, things I being just, done with kids.
0: Yeah, I ju- I just assume that every. Mention of the public school system is an at of some sort.
1: Yeah, fair. That's reasonable. Mm. But he signs for the whatses, and Hermes hands him a blue envelope from Poseidon, uh, which he hopes contains some words of adulation, or explanation, or regret, or comfort, or fucking anything. But no, yep. it has only two words: Burma
0: shave. Brace yourself. Oh yeah. Brace yourself. That makes more sense. And Martha has a uh, parting quip of, uh, "Don't be too discouraged when you read it, dear." Yeah. She does have your interests in heart. <sighs> that's easy for you to say, Snake Lady. Yeah, th- that's <laughs> easy for you to say. You're not th- like you have your life figured out.
1: You, re- she really does. I mean, say what you will, <laughs> George and Martha's Snakesington. they are set up,
0: like like they are effectively employed forever yeah Um, yeah
2: but i mean she does have a point and she is uh you know part of the like symbol of deific honesty so
1: (laughs) Mm, there's that point that's a point that's a point yeah, it's complicated, and uh, you know, we, as as all as all teens do, PJ had hoped that some clarity would come with age, but unfortunately, that's the exact opposite of what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Things no. just get messier and weirder, by God, don't they? But, um, so he braces himself as he has been instructed, and then it is time for he, the chariot race. Go ahead.
0: And he does put, he, he does seem to try to put um, Martha's Advice is the wrong word, but I can't think of the right word. Um, yeah. comfort. Like, in, in, into, into reality where... <clears throat> quote, Martha the Snake had told me not to feel disappointed. Maybe Poseidon had a reason to be, for being so vague. Maybe he didn't know exactly what he was warning me about, but he sent something bigs about to happen. Hmm. Something that could completely knock me off my feet unless I was prepared. It was hard, but I tried to turn my thoughts to the race. Hmm. Which... You know, that's... That's a point. An attempt.
1: Know. Yeah, that's a point, because, you know, there's this there's this sort of presumption of omniscience and omnipotence that we automatically, like, associate with, with deity, right? Well, I say we, that, you know, monotheistic tradition generally associates with deity. And yeah. that is not so much the case here. And having gods that are fallible and limited and not necessarily all-knowing uh, does take some getting used to from a largely monotheistic cultural perspective but yeah the idea that mm-hmm. the idea that your god slash father is like i don't know man just be ready something's coming moon's haunted yeah it's
2: kind of like when your tarot deck says that
1: yes yeah. it's exactly <laughs> god yes all my buddies are really good at examples and pinning down what things are today it's great yeah yep. um Your your tarot deck, contrary to what the memes would tell you, uh, your your tarot deck rarely spells out "dump him" with the cards. Um, (laughs) If only. If only uh but does does frequently give you general shapes to look out for and you know whether you think that's an actual message from the universe or whoever or whether that's just your own intuition needing a kind of uh needing a kind of speaker system to get to you that's neither here nor there same story different versions yeah. and all are true but whatever the um,
2: mechanic there's a lot of people have stories of their uh
1: their cards giving them spooky shit like yeah Spookily accurate shit or whatever. Spooky shit. Yep. And, uh, you know, the universe is a big intricate machine, and uh, maybe sometimes some shit lines up. And either it was on purpose or it wasn't. And as far as I'm concerned, either way is equally cool.
2: <laughs> yep. But,
1: <laughs> so, it's time for the chariot race, uh, which I was prepared to uh, largely... Uh, ignore and go back to playing the Final Fantasy 16 demo and trust you guys to handle. But to my pleasant surprise, some interesting shit actually happens. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, K- Casey once again attempting to half ass his job and I can't bring myself to. I
1: get I, uh, my my work ethic, just bubbles and surfaces. Something is a bubble and then the brew. But yeah, we uh, Tyson has made them just a jalopy of legend. It's
0: fantastic. Oh yeah, the, the, this this thing is a freaking. Um, I thought I had an example. I don't. Hmm. No.
1: Uh, I'm just gonna go but, ahead and let you twist twist in the wind for that earlier comment. Just go ahead. Uh,
0: but he, I mean, hey, at least I admit it. That's uh, true. <clears throat> but yeah, he has souped this thing up to the very top.
1: Magical and, suspension.
0: Uh, yeah, magical suspension perfectly balanced rigging for the horses.
1: Somehow negative turn
0: radius? Yeah, it's like, I don't know think that's how that works, but (laughs) sure. I trust you, Tyson. Well, are you gonna Uh, tell him that? (laughs) I mean, uh, I guess if my legs get broken, it'll be enough for both of us. Uh, There you go. And
1: yes, utility javelins.
0: Yes, two javelins, each with three buttons on the shaft. What them buttons do. The first button primed the javelin to explode on impact, releasing razor wire that would tangle and shred an opponent's wheels and also tangle and shred their face. Yeah. This is like... Yeah.
2: Razor wire may have been a bit much, but. You know. was... uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, Tyson thinks big. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a little World War One trench, but you mm-hmm. know. Uh, yeah. The second uh, button produced a blunt. Cr- Nice. But very painful. Oh. parentheses. Uh, I thought it was just a blonde. Bronze spearhead uh, designed to dr- knock a driver out of his carriage. The third button brought up a grappling hook that would be used to lock a- onto a- an enemy's chariot and push it away. Fuck yeah, grappling hooks. Yep.
2: Grappling yeah. hook.
0: I... <laughs> yes. Thank you, Isaac. Indeed. <laughs> grappling I hook wish was... that there were... Three javelins with the three buttons, but you know that's You'd,
1: me. You would think. Well, I mean, that's Tyson thinking in like eyeball base one, right? You know, maybe <laughs> maybe humans have the rule of three built into us, but cyclopes have a rule of two. You know, the grappling hook is one of those things in childhood that I really expected to play a larger part in my grown-up life, <laughs> like, well, quicksand? Yeah, much
2: exactly, like quicksand. Like, yeah, Like quicksand. Yeah, like quicksand seems like a much more yeah. useful
0: thing. It really well, does. Well, one of those things has been <laughs> Exactly. I was really hoping it would be quicksand.
1: Oh, I, I f- mean, uh, to God. be fair,
2: Batman the animated series gave us a oh. a very uh over the top like view re- of what a grappler means- could do.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was a grappling hook ready world. (laughs) There were many opportunities. That that architecture and infrastructure was just kind of assumed the citizenry would use it as their main form of travel. And I. Oh, God, man.
2: Well, that and just the amount of, like, pull that you could get on that. uh, On his little grappler dealie.
1: Yeah. It's pretty impressive. You're
2: flying away, dude.
1: Hell of a winch in there. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: The lion, the winch in the wardrobe. Yeah, just. Call up Isaac Newton and tell him he's a nerd.
1: That's true. That's always been true, but you can't. He's off doing alchemy and uh, inventing Uh, the color indigo, which does not exist. But. And
0: and also calculus, which is a bane upon this world.
1: That's true, but it does exist, unlike indigo. Okie dokie. Probably. So, no, indigo does not exist. It was invented by Isaac Newton because he felt he had to break light into even sevens because of God.
0: Yep, I mean, who's to say what what colors exist? Well, that's a point in the first place. I mean,
2: that's fair. Yeah,
0: that is that is a point. It is it is a
1: spectrum, uh, like all things. But apparently, one of the first things that indicates uh, a group of people is approaching recognizable civilization from an anthropological uh, standpoint. I was just actually listening to a 99 PI about this Roman interviewed a lady who wrote a book about the history of color, uh, which of course I have now obtained a copy of and of, and am obsessed with and will talk about endlessly until the next thing. Um, But anyway, like there's a particular shade of red that is very easily made by combining uh, iron oxide, you know, like rocks with rust in them and similar uh, and ashes and like, the use of that particular red pigment is considered one of the first and primary markers of civilization, like separation between pre-modern man and modern man. And it's it's just a thing that everybody figures out at some point. Uh, and that's, Wild. Yeah. It's, humans love colors so much. We will grind up all the fucking bugs we
0: need to. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A yes. lot... A l- a lot of dyes come from bugs.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> bugs or precious minerals. There was actually a story in that episode about this guy, this artist uh who was accused of selling uh art to the Nazis, like like uh Vermeer's from like 2 or 300 years earlier and and collaborating with them and profiting from the Nazis, and he actually proved that he didn't do so. He sold them forgeries because nice. uh because he made these paintings using cobalt blue instead of um, ultramarine, which is actually made of crushed lapis lazuli. Um, and so he proved, yes. like, you can look at these paintings and see that I did this, not this. This color did not exist at this point. So he did not sell shit to the Nazis. He bamboozled
0: the Nazis. <laughs> well, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. sell shit to the Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, And I, I was actually literally about to bring up lapis lazuli uh, because for a oh, big portion of history, uh, that semi-precious stone was worth more than by weight than gold. Yep. Specifically, because people loved using it to make blue dyes. Yep.
1: And it was apparently so expensive that, like, if you got if you were an artist and you got a patron who commissioned you to paint something using labels, blah, 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 like you had to source and make it yourself. Like you couldn't just go and and buy it. that was part of your price. Yeah. It's wild. You know what? Maybe yeah. we'll tweet out the episode anyway
0: yeah um ninety nine p i if you like to not, learn, go listen to him one and one last thing what? Uh, that i found find very fascinating about color is that um one of the myriad reasons that purple pie was so difficult to acquire was it for shellfish reasons uh well, no. Well, technically, yes, but in a roundabout way, uh, especially during the rena- Renaissance period, uh, is because uh, while purple dye is very difficult to uh, find a source for, mm-hmm. it is easy to find reds and blues. Mm-hmm. But during the rena- Renaissance period, red dye and blue dye was ma- were made by different... Uh, textile guilds Uh uh-huh so if you tried to buy one and then the other and mix them you would basically raise the ire of very wealthy italians Mm -hmm. who would subsequently go to war on your ass yeah man guilds
1: do that shit very seriously and like they tried to leverage some theological whatnot into it that you're combining two of god's colors in an unsanctioned way and rah 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 but yeah it was it was about <laughs>
0: inclusivity contracts <laughs> yes and yeah. it it was it, it like uh i think it was the indigo plant uh mm-hmm. that uh basically busted some of that market open mm-hmm. when they started importing it from india
1: and from America, it was America's uh, second largest crop behind rice until uh, cotton became more prevalent and was eventually endemic to the country. Man, color. The, the final thing I'll say about color is that apparently all humans love red. Every civilization freaks out about red at a certain point, And they did the math. Yes. All things being equal, uh, sports teams with red uniforms win more often than they should. Like, just statistically hmm. speaking. <laughs> and Interesting. Yeah, they think that has something to do with aggression or like it makes them feel powerful or or some shit.
0: And of course I don't there's know. There's some weird be. lizard brain psychology yeah. going on. And or, I don't know
1: how you factor in like that one team can just be better than another. Like I, I don't know how you how you work that into the math, but still Yeah,
2: there's there's definitely some bias in the uh in the stats and like how yeah. once you kinda get going as a good team, it's easier to recruit good people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely it, true. That, that That is a ball that is, once it starts rolling, is very hard to stop.
1: Yeah, that's yep.
0: what Ted Lasso teaches us.
1: We're watching this, and every time they lose a game, I'm like, oh, right, this isn't like American football. If you lose the game, you're not just kicked out of everything for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so it is finally time for the chariot race. What color is the chariot? Not important. Uh, javelins yeah. that can explode, razor wire, etc. PJ tries to take this moment to sum up his feelings to tyson apology and love and remorse and gratitude and a desire to do and to be better and tyson god bless his big single eye beats him to the punch poseidon has heard his prayers for a friend and instead sent him a brother yeah, it's very good. It's yeah. very good, yeah. It is very...
0: it is incredibly heartwarming.
1: Tyson's the best. Uh, I, I cut out some pieces, but this is this is the run-out here. It's, Young Cyclopeeth, grow up alone on the streets. Learn to survive. It makes us appreciate blessings, not to be greedy and mean like Polyphemus. I'm sorry I fed Poseidon with mean. He sent me a brother. And that's... That's really pretty killer. Um... If you're not a really careful hand with the, like, wisdom of the simple card, uh, that can go really badly. But Uncle Rick really knew how to thread that needle with Tyson. Yeah.
0: Indeed. Yeah. But it's
1: race time. Somebody tell me about the race, because I don't care about it.
0: Annabeth and uh, and, uh, PJ win. There we go.
1: Go Zoop! That is the short version. There's more to it than that, no, you asshole. No, nope. you, you said
0: you didn't care, so... Yes, that was my version.
1: <laughs> Give me your version. I know you care about the Greek fire.
0: Ah, fine. He's got you there. Ah. I, yeah, he got me there. So, <clears throat> upon this race, Annabeth, uh, P- uh, PJ is the driver, and Annabeth is the defender.
1: The bag man. Oh, uh,
0: so, uh, something very important that what? we did not, uh, we skipped over, what? is that uh, the instigation of the heartwarming moment is Tyson bringing PJ an object. That's true. A watch. A wristwatch. Yes, a wristwatch. White and silver clock face with a black leather strap. Yeah. Nice. It. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: kind of apropos of nothing, and PJ doesn't really want or need or know what to do with it, but, you know, present's a present. Yeah. Yeah, and who's
0: going to say no to a watch? Yep. Watches are nice. Uh, and He did
2: say, if you're in trouble, push the button on the watch.
0: <laughs> it glows. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is not foreshadowing in the slightest. No. Not. Not. Or for glowing, especially
2: because it's only a couple
1: of pages. Yeah. We have, what could happen? It's you know how how many cool gadgets could there be, Michael? Ten.
0: <laughs> yes, there are plenty. But, but yes, they. But yes, they go off with a shot. Clarice and the Stolt brothers are fighting. I love the Stolt brothers. Still,
2: Funk Stolt brothers.
0: I, I don't hate them. I don't hate them. Check them out. I now. hate Uncle Rick for that pun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Isaac, for carrying that on your own while my brain did the math between what both of you were saying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. Uh, they stole our hearts. But yeah,
2: the uh, let's see, the Apollo uh wagon yeah the Apollo team uh busts up one of their uh wheels yeah and
1: see this see. is what I'm talking about like it's impe- it's like a bunch of action happens right yeah. and there's there's little to really focus on until Greek fire happens
0: oh, yeah well yes, Apollo smashes a wheel they fight off Apollo team and then Beckendorf returns. And starts throwing all kinds of shit at him. Yes, he yep. does. Isaac, and, what'd you say?
1: Oh, no. I,
2: go ahead. I'll save it for the Brunner. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did it for
1: the Brunner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Beckendorf's
2: got all kinds of gadgets. He's uh, firing tow cables at the front of the horses. <laughs> Beckendorf's the best. Because he's got robo horses.
1: Fucking gadget mobile bullshit. Fucking Mach <laughs> <Yep>. 5 nonsense. <laughs>
2: Indeed, yeah. Some real speed, speed racer business. Yep. Uh, well, for
1: for the uninitiated, uh, what is Greek fire, and why is it uh, panic-making that he is tossing it about, like, so many water balloons?
0: Greek fire is a substance that uh, we don't know quite the composition of, but it is a highly flammable liquid that stuck to everything, mm. including the surface of water. Mm-hmm. And yep. could not be put out by water. No. Uh, it's basically ye olde napalm. Yes. Yes. Um, it's We don't have any recipes for it, but we ha- do have some very good guesses for what it was made yeah. of. And also, fun fact, if, <clears throat> we're not actually sure it was initially Greek, because most of it's uh, a lot of early uh, references to similar materials come from the Levant. So, oh, you
1: know. Right on. I thought you were going to say it was like Phoenician fire. Or Mesopotamian fire. Exactly. Well,
0: well there, there's a lot of people around who came through, colonized, left, yeah. colonized again. So, who knows? Who knows? Well, the point is, the point is, if you have paid for a certain grade of
1: copper and you did not receive the correct grade of (laughs) copper. If you happen to have some Greek fire, you're going to have them in the napalm of your hand.
0: I'm Uh. going to set you on fire. Anyway. Um,
1: Greekly. Beckendorf, this really seems like a step up in terms of, like, chariot combat. Like, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) possibly inextinguishable fire. (laughs) Yeah, at least
2: it's a small bag.
1: It's, It's a bold strategy.
2: Yeah, a little, uh, he threw a a leather pouch into our chariot. It stuck to the floor immediately and began billowing green smoke. Annabeth identifies it as Greek fire. At this point, she's driving the chariot. Uh, PJ is trying to fend off Beckendorf, who is slashing at Annabeth with a sword, Mm. and trying to figure out how he can spare enough sword time to uh, pry up the bag of Greek fire.
1: Yeah, it's a bad scene. It's like uh it's like the cool jeep to jeep sword fight in uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was one of the yeah. one of the cooler parts of a movie that like whether or not it's good is a different conversation, but I think we could agree there was some cool shit in that movie. <laughs> there was. Yes. I think
0: oh, I fringe. think it has been judged yeah. somewhat unfairly. But... I actually agree. I, I
1: think if you're gonna suspend your disbelief enough for the, for the like, Ark of the Covenant and Kalima and shit, like, keep it up there, is all I'm saying.
0: Oh, yeah, no. It, yeah. It, like, I, I love Temple of Doom. It is, on balance, probably my favorite. You can have but it. But that movie... That movie is full of stupid garbage nonsense. <laughs> yeah. If you accept that movie but not Crystal Skull, yeah. your priorities are whack. I fucking hate Temple of Doom. I think
1: it's, I don't. I don't like it. I think it's. I think That's
0: it's, fair. Thank you. It's, I appreciate that. It has short round in it. I can't judge. Yeah. Oh, short round. And one of the most annoying characters. Like, it has two of the most annoying characters ever put to film. It's bad.
1: Well, also, the fact that, I mean, very rarely gets talked about is that it's a prequel, right? This is not a goof. Like, it, it canonically takes place before yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, because,
0: like... Yeah, it's, a, it's supposed to be in the early 30s. Well, yeah,
1: because, like, Indy gets all that character development in the first one, and it turns out you don't want a developed hero. You want, you know, a a, a rakish... A jackass. For exactly, that's what you want. You want him to grow, not be grown Especially- from the start.
0: Especially when it's Harrison Ford, who's really good at playing a jackass. Ain't he just... Well,
1: I don't know if Dial of Destiny is gonna be any good, but I'll tell you this. The trailer the trailer gets me plenty, but that's because trailers are good at what they do, and it's a fool who trusts one.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. God, that Oppenheimer trailer,
1: though. Holy shit.
0: Oh, Oppenheimer's gonna hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, ideally. Any hoodles, Uh PJ takes this opportunity to activate the watch. Which does not produce a glow. Well, it might produce a glow. Doesn't say it doesn't produce a glow, but which uh, you know what, Isaac? Uh, I think I think I'm gonna let you handle this one because I I, I look forward to seeing how excited you get about this. this oh yeah, up your I,
2: yeah, I do love some uh, like this this whole like transformation sequence of the. Uh, Watch is just, like, some some of that good, good steampunk type shit. Yeah, it's it's Uh, his
1: magical girl sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except only on his wrist. Yes.
2: So he clicks the watch. It expanded, the metal rim spiraling outward like an old-fashioned camera shutter. Very good. A leather strap wrapping around my forearm until I was holding a round war shield four feet wide. The inside soft leather. The outside polished bronze engraved with designs I didn't have time to examine.
0: Hello, nurse that sounds like a goof we'd add to the scene but no, no. it says that yeah <laughs> it says
2: that which it's like you know what fair you're in the middle of something yeah this is a cool thing but also
1: i'll look at this later yeah
2: <laughs> yeah we we don't have time to have a wolverine jumping paragraph to no, we don't. squeeze into the second one
1: one day Uh, But no, listeners uh, who listen to our episode about the first movie, uh, or who have just seen the first movie, may recognize that PJ had that shield in the first movie because they realized it was too goddamn cool to leave out. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah, but uh, and which which really sucks in hindsight because it's such a perfect like crystallization of the growth of his relationship with tyson and what tyson is good at and what tyson means to the story because tyson is their shield tyson has physically defended them at every turn from every attack he possibly could including taking on polyphemus uh you know the the foremost example of his kind and presenting this to pj is saying like this way i can always protect you and they just said Nah, luke just gives it to him because it's cool
2: that that's a very good point about Tyson being the shield. That's, uh, I hadn't thought of it that way, but that is pretty excellent.
1: Yeah. I'm more interested in that than making fun of the movie. Let's shift over to that. <laughs> yeah. And the idea that Tyson is, you know, he's not good with words. He's not good at, it, but this is, this is what he's good at. And he's, and he has managed to articulate this, uh, yeah. in a way you can he's take them. protector. He's a protector. It's so fucking good. Tyson forever. Um, mm-hmm. and he takes this opportunity to spatula the Greek fire up on out of there. Um, and I thought it was going to yep. be really cool. Like Beckendorf was going to throw another bag at him and he was just going to like shield parry it back, but that would probably have killed him. So it's understandable. And also this yeah. isn't
0: legend of Zelda. So, but could it be, I mean, I mean, it's, I don't know.
2: They probably have a limited number of armaments to bring into this thing. And just like, yeah, that's
1: true. you know,
2: how much Greek fire can you make at camp?
1: And they've all got weapon degradation Don't ask for some the Boy Scouts. Fucking reason. Don't ask the Boy Scouts. Don't do it. Fire. Yeah. But but uh, it is a victory, naturally. Uh, the good guys win because Uncle Rick is prepared to be yeah. subversive in some ways, but that is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Be, be subversive when it's actually fun.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: PJ calls Tyson, his brother, officially in front of God and everybody. And uh, Annabeth smooches him like just right on the soup holder in front of everybody, and the crowd fucking ships it. They are into this. I guess
2: cheeks are soup holders. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's where you put your soup, basically.
2: <laughs> when it's not in a
0: box, when it's not in a box, it's
1: in two places. It's either in a box or in your cheeks. It's the only
0: two places soup can be. Yeah, well, some, yeah, yeah, weird soup chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, that wasn't that wasn't just me being a weirdo. Like it says specifically in the text that like the crowd goes berserk when Annabeth plants one on PJ, and it was it was weird in the book, and it was weird when I brought it up. But it's there. <laughs> that is anyway. a very good well, point. I, I, hadn't re- I mean,
0: they're te- they're young teenagers. Yeah. What is more salacious than a kiss on the cheek? Eyebrows, eyebrows. I, mean,
2: I I'm gonna be honest. I missed that part uh due to the next sentence about the entire Athena cabin. Lifting PJ and Annabeth and Tyson onto
1: their
0: shoulders.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Got some
2: stout folks in that cabin.
0: Well, there's also a lot of them, so... Yeah, they form a pyramid under him is
1: what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And finally now, everything is fine. Surely, forever.
0: Everything's fixed, right? Right, yeah, clearly. Yeah, I mean I mean how how much nonsense can happen in two chapters. There's not even like a, a tense or foreboding jump line. What's the line? The entire Athena cabin lifted me and Annabeth and Tyson onto their shoulders and carried us towards the winners platform. There you go. Where Chiron was waiting to bestow the loyal wreaths. Yes.
1: Yay. Ha- happy ever summer. It's fine. Yeah. It's all fine. What's the next chapter called? It's all fine? Pizza Party? Pony Party? Uh, With the Pizza Party ponies?
0: Chapter twenty. <laughs> The fleece works its magic, too well. What the fuck? There's no such thing as too much magic. <laughs> right? Shit, this is ridiculous. I demand a refund.
1: We've been fleeced. Well, listeners, you can go ahead and read. That. Oh fuck off. We can go ahead and read that for next time. I believe that is in fact the ultimate chapter of the book. Uh, and then we'll be taking our customary little break between books and maybe hopping back with a little something between seasons. Who knows? Um, yes, we're definitely going to. There's. I was, I was just being a goof. But uh, you can visit uh, my website, it's itsthebigler.com, where I post all the episodes in comment, and uh, let us know what you thought, what you uh, thought was the most skippable part of the chariot race, um, what kind of soup you think PJ took a big swig of before they went up there on the podium. Was it minestrone? Was it yours-estrone? Was it a joke that only works in text like that one? But most importantly, you can tell us what your brunner is.
2: Mr. Bruner, In my world, I'm known as Chiron.
1: Oh, shit! Boop, 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 yeah. Boop, boop, boop. I'm changing up the fucking format. Like Nate Ruiz when he went solo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay.
2: Oh, no. Well, since I mentioned it already, I'm going to tell you what my Brenner is. Hit me. Uh, all right. So during the... Uh...
0: Go off, mate.
2: <laughs> so during the chariot race, there's... uh Finish him. ABC throws the javelin with the big uh, the big old blunt on the end and knocks the driver <laughs> out and also the other teammate out of the chariot. Then it says, The, the horses felt the, slack, the reins go slack and went crazy, riding straight for the crowd. The horses leaped the corner of the bleachers and the golden chariot flipped over. The horses galloped back toward their stable, dragging the upside-down chariot behind them. Fuck this. Just, we're done with this nonsense, we are going home, I'll be in my trailer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out work, good. under these conditions! Um, <laughs> that's actually fantastic. I actually didn't catch that part, because as I said, the uh, the chariot race part was generally not interesting to me, so I just sort of skipped it. That's fair. But now, I wish I had, because that's fantastic. And I'll be honest, <laughs> for a second, you said the horses went berserk and headed towards the crowd. I was like, these horses have a lust for blood! <laughs> The the moment they're out of control, they just just straight for carnage.
0: Just carnage. No, those are different horses in Greek mythology. Are they really?
2: If it had been the if it had been the Ares, Kevin, with their zombie horses, then maybe that would have been a thing. That's
1: right, zombie horses. Uh, That's very good. That's fantastic, (laughs) diva horses. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, there's the um, the mares of uh, Thrace. Are a herd of man-eating horses from Greek mythology. They were holy shit. One, uh, t- uh yeah, getting them under control was one of the labors of Hercules. Holy nice. shit!
1: Horse bites man. Film at eleven.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, uh, about- they. I mean, it turns out they do frequently. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Yes. Horses, horses love to bite. Horses are terrifying.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They- it's. It, it, it really is amazing that we've tamed these nightmare creatures to do our bidding. Yes, it's yeah. also
2: amazing that uh, veterinarians will like, stick their hand way into a horse's mouth to file their back teeth.
1: <laughs> what the because, fuck? Because like,
2: no. yeah, the, the way horses chew, I guess, or I don't know if it's related to like, having a bit or whatever in, Right. but uh, yeah, they, they grind their teeth unevenly, and oh. so you end up getting like kind of sharp burrs and points on the edge oh. sometimes, and so the vet has to, like, file them down a bit. That is very upsetting. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and their teeth are also just a very good general uh, indication of their overall health, which is why there is the phrase, don't look a gift horse in the mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. I see. Because
2: if somebody's because giving you a whole horse, don't be like, oh, hey, it, cool, let me just make sure... Oh, no, it's a bad horse. Okay. um.
0: Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. Very poor form.
2: Give me a ticket to the glue factory. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You at least wait till you get home to decide.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Seems like a weird thing to include in the gift card, but okay. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Really more of a chore than anything. There are easier ways to get glue. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Usually. Usually. Well, uh, that brings me to the most upsetting thing I know about horses, uh, which is that though they are monsters, um, they are famously very, very fragile creatures, uh, in almost every way. Yes. They are, uh, their legs are very breakable. They're very susceptible to respiratory infections of all kinds. Um, and the reason that their legs are so fragile, <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah,
0: I, go on. i I'm so upset that I know this. I know exactly what you're about to say, Isaac. Do you know what I'm about to say?
1: Mm, nope. Go for it. The reason their legs are so fragile is because, physiologically speaking, structurally speaking, they are not legs; they are fingers. <laughs> yep. The bottom part of the leg, at least, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the big old long. So horses are just giant hands. And they are. <laughs>
0: walking effectively on their toenails incredible uh
1: biological life is a never-ending nightmare but it's also a miracle and we can be grateful and desperately afraid of it uh at the same time (laughs) we can be
2: amazed and horrified at the same time that's the joy of biology
1: it can be two things um Yeah, just like a, a a a bluey fan group for dads on Facebook can be a place full of wonderful support and also something you have to leave eventually because holy shit, do a lot of those dudes just hate their wives?
0: <laughs> anyway, oh no, <laughs> um, yeah. extreme sadness. Yeah, there,
1: there's a lot of like, hey, she's being unreasonable, and it turns out, uh, no, that's 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 not actually the case.
0: It, it's like how there are um, a, a large amount of R slash. Am I the asshole on yeah. Reddit? A large portion of it are <laughs> someone uh, reacting to a very minor inconvenience and is trying to find a um, mm. a reality check, a
1: justifiable mm. retaliation mechanism. Yeah,
0: yeah, ju- just like, hey, can I get a get a reality check on this? Yeah, just to see if I'm on an even keel, and also, and the other half is I am. I am burdening under unbelievable abuse. Is is it okay if I'm a little annoyed at this? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Internet. Good in some ways, bad in others. Like, see every other technology. Yeah. Anyway.
0: My my favorite one was uh, a dude... I I forget what he... The instigating incident, but... uh, Like, uh, he was having some sort of argument with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and was going to am I the asshole to see if, you know, am I the asshole in right. this situation? Aita. And... Evita. Spe- specifically, uh, there was an update that specifically said, I, I know for a fact I am the wrong one here based on the people who agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys think Thanks. I'm ro- correct... I cannot possibly be. You know what?
2: Credit to him. Check your sources.
0: Yeah, that is
1: elegant. I like that. That's elegant in an unnecessarily complex way. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's the kind of Rube Goldberg machine of morality I'm here for.
0: It's like that. That is a wild place to be in. Just objectively. Well, speaking of wild places, uh, we still need two. We still need a Brunner. We do. Yeah.
1: Uh, My Brunner. My Brunner is a little toss-off line uh, when PJ is feeling sad about his relationship with Poseidon uh, and reflects on what the snakes told him. George and Martha Snakesington. Uh, And just this line... Martha the Snake had told me not to be disappointed. And something about that just tickles me uh, that he felt the need to say, Martha
0: the Snake. Um, as, it, as if there were any other Marthas in this book.
1: Exactly. Not to be confused with Martha Stewart, uh, Martha Washington, the presidential lady, but, you know, first lady. Uh, just uh, Martha the Snake. <laughs> and, um, every once in a while, I just want PJ to stop and say, martha the snake told me not to, to be disappointed these are the kinds of things i'm saying this is the kind of life i'm leading how did i come to this
0: yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> could this have been avoided i feel like that's i feel like that realization is going to come eventually yeah um, I, uh,
2: I don't know he's, yeah. he's got the buy-in. i was just gonna say uh martha the snake it sounds like a pretty good uh 30s gangster title
1: it really does. I was going to say it like, yeah. indie rock band or something. Like, I'd go see Martha the Snake yeah. at the Civic Center. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, d- sign me up, sailor.
2: <laughs> so I'm hoping for rats are delicious.
0: <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> and he's gone again.
1: Brought it all the way around. Yay. Ah, love me a big circle.
0: Love a circle joke. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, and you... And mine own Brunner... Is oh, I uh, thought you already absolutely... said one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Uh, mine is, just without question, the whole back and forth between PJ and Tyson. Yeah. Uh, where he's clearly trying to apologize for being kind of terrible mm-hmm. earlier. And Tyson is just like, here's a specific line. I tried to figure out how to apologize for getting embarrassed about him before the quest, for telling everyone he wasn't my real brother. It wasn't easy to find the words. I know what you will tell me, Tyson said. It's like, oh. Yeah. Just all the good things.
1: It it really is. Yeah, because there's... I don't think there was an implied level of, like, empathy in the sense of empaths to the to the Monstros or to Cyclopes in specific, but there's maybe I'm imagining it, but I I thought that a couple times there was a level of, like, connection or an implied uh, understanding that supersedes the linguistic limitations of the Cyclopes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm just projecting onto that. But the idea that, like, Tyson just gets it like, don't worry, bro, he's got you. And also the fact that he doesn't use contractions is just adorable.
0: Yeah,
2: I thought Tyson was just guessing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Are you pondering what I'm pondering?
0: Well, I mean, then there's that. It can be two things. (laughs) Um, Many things to many people. Something something death of the author, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Until we open the box, Oppenheimer can be a war criminal or the man who single-handedly ended World War II.
0: You know, whichever you... (laughs) Uh
1: anyway. Well, I mean
0: so, uh, sometimes it is less death of the author than, you know, premeditated murder, but you know.
1: All right. Well, we are running a bit long. Um gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Listeners, thank you for joining us. Uh join us again next time. Tell a pal uh about this show if you think they would enjoy it because they are fans of these books or because they are fans of nonsense or because they are fans of tangents because they're fangents if you if you like. I think we all do. Uh, Or if they're fans of Martha the Snake, who I imagine has a much larger following than we do. And rightly so. She's the Beyonce of snakes. She's the beyond snake. Uh, Until next time. Her podcast is really popular. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Uh, Don't eat the blue Greek fire if you can help it unless you've got a powerful uh, antacid on your side. And we will see you all next time. Good night. Bye, other buddies bye rats are delicious copla